0: Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Jeanette. I'm Eve. And this is our one Chicago night. which i was so happy i missed it last week so glad we're back um and you know we'll start off with med um this episode my two favorite guys um got to work together which was exciting but they definitely uh, were kind of butting heads just a little bit over this patient
2: they, they were butting heads a lot of it i <laughs> know i didn't like that part but
1: When I can see Will and Crockett on screen at the same time, it's a happy day for me.
2: The thing about Will and Crockett having a storyline together is that both of them are, I feel like they're so similar in the way Uh they approach taking care of, like, doing what it takes to take care of patients to the point where they just clash so
1: (laughs) terribly. I definitely think, like, they're, their drive to take care of their patients is similar but like their methods i feel like are always like polar opposite which is what makes it like interesting to see them like do stuff together and maybe that's like the you know ed doctor versus the surgeon i feel like surgeons usually have a different mindset than than the other doctors do
2: yeah definitely but i don't know crockett was anyways his hair looked real nice at the beginning there <laughs> when he was in- interview I was like oh he looks
1: nice in he looked he looked real good in that suit I was like he
2: looks so fancy I loved
1: it Mm -hmm. that press conference though my favorite part of the press conference though was watching Will in the background just kind of look at him like are you serious right now like because like if you were to imagine like the two role reversal like Will could not do that sort of like he couldn't be in that position he wouldn't be able to do the whole like getting all fancied up for the camera I don't think I can't
2: ever see him doing that I can't see him wanting to do that I can see him going through with something if he was forced
1: yeah I feel like he's awkward though as like a spokesperson
2: like if Sharon said you need to do this for the hospital it's good for the hospital he'd do it but he wouldn't be as charming on camera as Crockett was no
1: no not at all but I mean Crockett, like they're like going through this whole they called him a I, I wish I had jotted down exactly what they said, but they called like they were talking about him being like a hero and all these things. And I was just like, okay, like let's he was, but like I feel like we're laying this on really thick right now.
2: Yeah, I felt that too. I was like, so is doing our jobs now being heroic? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean he he was heroic in his I mean I get it like definitely but like
2: it I was a little, a little it was much a little, yeah I was yeah. like let's just take it down a notch mm-hmm. he did some real good stuff and let's move on exactly exactly which I'm sure you know it, it obviously is good for the hospital
1: though because we even see like when Maria comes in, I mean, at first I love that she asked for only Will. And I was thinking when they said they've got a patient that only asked for him, I'm thinking, who in the world like is like Dr. Hall sit or no one? But I mean, turns out it's because she's knowing. which I'm telling you, I think I said this in the chat. Like we know I'm like Will's number one fan. Okay. Like I think this has been clear already. Um, but like when he works with kids or like works with like old ladies, like there's a different side of him that comes out it's just like because I don't feel like Will usually has the charm like I love him but he's not exactly like charming I, I wouldn't call him charming ever but he has this like sweetness about him when he's working with those kinds of people that I think he becomes charming and it was really cute to see him interact with Maria and we find out you know he's his family's been going there together since you know he was small and stuff so that that was fun
2: yeah, I, I definitely see what you mean. I love seeing him with kids. Mm-hmm. always walking and be like, hey, so I'm Will. Like.
1: He just softens. But, like, and I yeah. and he does that, like, I think, like I said, with, like, older, like, usually older. I don't know about older men because I haven't really seen that much. But, like, I'm a little old lady like this. Like, you saw him kind of soften. And I don't know. It was just different than, than normal Will. And I love it.
2: I loved. M- Maria was her name. Uh-huh. I loved her she was such a hoot.
1: She really was I liked her a lot and I was worried because I was like oh man let's not do anything to poor Maria because I'm like loving this woman.
2: I was afraid something was going to happen to her like based on the um the promo that Mm -hmm. we saw for the episode I was like oh gosh are they going to kill poor Maria? I know
1: I was worried too but I mean I mean so obviously there was now I did miss and this is what happens sometimes the medical stuff goes over my head I'm not sure exactly what happened to her hand but we had to get like we had to get it checked out and get a surgical consult. con consult. Can't it's a hard word it's late okay <laughs> um he, she had to get a surgical consult you know on her arm and that's when they brought in Dr. Handsome as she called him which not <laughs> wrong I thought that was
2: hysterical. Let Dr. Handsome speak.
1: (laughs) See, me, I'm getting angry as like Will's number one fan. Like, um, excuse me, Dr. Handsome is already standing right there.
2: Like you got Dr. Handsome and Mr. Also Handsome.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I said to you all. Imagine, just imagine for a moment going to the ED because you got something wrong. And then like Will and Crockett are there to take care of you like I'd never want to leave
2: oh I'd leave and then I don't know break and, and go yeah. right back in
1: I'd be visiting the ER every day we digress though okay I've gotten distracted <laughs> by talking
2: about Will that, <laughs> that is your every episode that is, that is your one and only dream in life be treated by uh your Dr. Handsome
1: <laughs> be treated by Dr. Handsome the real one Dr. Halstead and maybe be arrested by Officer Rusek I'd be willing to serve my time on that one (laughs) anyway uh I know it's late but no like this and I Crockett coming in and I mean I feel like this is the way we always see it happen like on these shows with the surgeons immediately their first thought is well surgery of course because that's what they do and sometimes that's correct but Will's you know worry because you know this is She's what the pasta queen is that what they called her? I mean, so her she uses her hands. I mean, obviously, you know, she's she's a cook and has a restaurant and stuff, and so she, he's wanting to try other things. But that's when I, I got a little annoyed of Crockett, just kind of like how he just kind of shut him down without even like kind of like this whole no, 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 I know what I'm talking about. Like, I, we're gonna do this, which was a little too cocky for my liking.
2: Yeah, I didn't appreciate it like will had a really good point it's not mm-hmm. like he was just wanting to do things his own way he had a really good point Crockett it was just like nope we're doing it this way yeah. that's what the patient wants like and well and oh okay, will... no professional discussion right about...
1: and it's not even like will was like surgery is like definitely not the right option he was like saying like let's make sure we present both of these options to her and let her decide Instead of making it out like surgery was the only option, which it wasn't.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I know in real life, it can be confusing. Mm-hmm. And when, if I was sitting there and was told surgery is the best option, I mean, exactly. what am I going to do? Obviously, I'm going to believe them because I don't yeah. know anything about being a doctor. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, when Dr. Handsome tells her that she needs surgery, Maria's <clears throat> going believe him Mm -hmm. so yeah that bothered me too yeah and
1: then even during the surgery like when they came in and they were like oh the lieutenant governor's here like he's not done with this surgery and at first I was like okay Crockett's gonna be cool because he was like no 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 I'm gonna finish up but then all it took was a little push for him to be like okay Kai you you can close up like just because this is a higher profile client, you're just going to like, not client, but patient, you're just going to leave this. I mean, I get it that not always, you know, we see that a lot of attendings don't finish up. They'll let, you know, the residents, whatever, like close up and do those things. But since this was already kind of a, it seemed like a risky option, that it was worth him sticking around to make sure that nothing went wrong.
2: And also, since when is it a priority to leave and you know go be handsome on tv versus I don't know finishing a surgery yeah that another doctor was already really concerned about in the first place Mm -hmm. and you were closing up so I feel like I mean I
1: don't know how much longer
2: does that take
1: I feel like you've already done the bulk of the surgery like I don't know I don't know what I'm talking about it may take 45 minutes to close up I don't
2: know I mean we've watched so many so much so many years (laughs) of Grey's Anatomy I feel like we could we should be experts but we actually don't know anything we're talking about no we don't (laughs) but of course
1: i mean like something did go wrong like they get back into the room and like her arm there's no like blood flow to that arm and i was like oh i I thought for sure like the woman's gonna lose her arm this is what's gonna happen right now and i missed how they say and i don't know if i just missed this or they didn't really show us like exactly what he did to save it and he did fix the situation but it was close
2: yeah he did fix it i don't remember what the exact fix was
1: maybe they didn't show us because i felt like i missed that part too
2: but know. i'm glad he did fix it because will would have been pissed
1: yeah i mean because will was upset at first when he found out he left i mean you know he went back later and you know said like you know hey i shouldn't have you know spoke to you like that and i, w- I was proud of crockett then too you know to kind of like
2: admit that he was wrong i didn't see that coming for him i didn't either he was wrong so that was really interesting to see yeah
1: but you know because i would really love to see that's the one that made me realize that that is the one thing that i think med lacks that the other ones don't have um is we don't really have and we did it first we anymore we do not have like the friendships of the people that work together
2: we did have it in the very um in the very early seasons of the show with um Natalie Maggie and um April, mm-hmm. but obviously since you know, one of them has le- since one of them has left and one just really isn't around yeah as much yeah. I mean it's just poor Maggie. Yeah, I mean April just out <laughs> that. I mean she has Sharon. Yeah, but,
1: but still... yeah, we don't
2: see. I mean, I guess every
1: once in a while we see Sharon and Daniel having a friendly conversation um but otherwise we don't because I'm like I don't has Will ever had a friend like I'd be nice if
2: he did his brother just joined the army he needs to have a friend or I mean went back to the army whatever he needs a friend he's sad now
1: and I like that I was like these could be like like this could be like a friendship I mean I don't know that's something I'd like to see more of on that it's like the actual like French because you know they are friends I mean I feel like even when you have co-workers you work with every single day you're gonna have someone that you connect to and like there's gonna be relationships because you're with each other all the time especially probably doctors that work the hours that they do you know
2: yeah exactly and i mean you know, the kind of friends work... outside of it yeah. and the kind of work you do you have there has to be a level of trust there too mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah i'd like to see that uh develop too mm-hmm. i don't know how i feel about will and crockett being friends it's he needs to be odd. a lot dr hanson is start being a lot nicer to dr love of jeanette's life if that's gonna happen
1: but you know i mean (laughs) i got so mad this episode right like i mean i was glad that like crockett finally admitted um that he was wrong but i kind of wanted maggie to admit she was wrong too because at the beginning of this episode she's like going all crazy about she didn't believe that Vanessa could possibly be the one that caused that issue with the drug dealer that it had to be Will I'm like it
2: it wasn't Will I'm glad it's not just me because I'm getting so I've never been this frustrated with a fictional character yeah I am so frustrated with Maggie right now and I don't like it because I love Maggie but she is annoying me because Vanessa even flat out told her i got the drugs yeah will told me no i got the drugs and she's still like i can't believe he got you into this like nobody got her into anything your daughter has a mind of her own Mm -hmm. and you know the thing is will gets
1: all this crap for being this rogue doctor but really i feel like he has not
2: been that person in a few seasons he's still hard for his patients yeah and but I he, know he had he had a moment earlier this season i don't remember what it was a tiny little thing it was when he gave <laughs> that lady or
1: no there was another there was a moment it was about supply chain issues again but it wasn't anything yeah. big like i can't remember what it was now
2: yeah he's
1: put it yeah, out he's been
2: a long way since the um whole dnr debate yeah
1: and I feel like that's what he's still always associated with. I'm like, that was like, what was that? Like season one or two? That was a it long was, time ago. That was season one. That's yeah. the first
2: storyline I remember.
1: And I know he, he took that fall for Natalie, giving her mom the drugs, but that wasn't him again. He just was covering because he's a good person who takes up for like the people he loves. But anyways, Vanessa. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about Willis a
2: lot, him. So. Yeah, we need to have a Will podcast. You can just talk about him all by yourself. I could,
1: I could. Shelby's never allowed to be a part of it because she just Amanda either. They they bring down my my Will vibe.
2: Amanda doesn't like Will either. Ah, uh, she doesn't
1: dislike him, but she doesn't she doesn't care for him like we do. This is like what? the Will fan club.
2: I don't understand. I know. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> What's what? wrong with them? We need new friends. <laughs> I know. They're clearly
1: watching a different show but um Vanessa's patient this week I really kind of did Vanessa's not like someone i have not disliked her but she's not someone that I've been like oh I love Vanessa like it's just not I've never really cared for her either way mm-hmm. um I enjoyed her this episode like a lot
2: yeah I haven't been I just haven't been given enough time to really come to love her mm-hmm. but- is this is her second full season is that right i think no she came
1: in in season six but right no maybe it was just last season wow i think
2: she came, i think she was around at the end of season six like that's okay. when maggie found her okay but i think last season in this one yeah. are the where she's been um that's around on a more like long-term basis yeah but I don't know I feel like she's always been a sidekick That's mm-hmm. no, where other doctors go so we haven't really been able to see her on her own but I love seeing her with um her patient who he seemed like a cool guy yeah and I
1: think you know just hearing about. I mean she like just absolutely pepped up whenever he mentioned like that he worked for that like foundation and I mean she just knew all about his work she was talking about her passion for like infectious diseases when she was in school and it really just gave her some depth that I think we've been missing. Um, You could even see that like I feel like I kept watching Maggie in the background and it was almost like Maggie didn't know this piece about her either so it was like this brand new information that she was so passionate about about these different things Um, and I think it's good that she was because samir you know i mean he's slowly getting i mean he's quick not slowly he's quickly getting worse um there i mean rash develops like some things that are just really crazy and i mean she worked really hard and was able to like diagnose and figure out what was going on with him
2: i still because i know scurvy has been a thing yeah. On a lot of the shows that we watch, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure it's been on grace grace has been on forever, oh, so it sure. has to been on grace at some point. I just don't remember. We need Amanda but a to remember. Every time they diagnose someone with scurvy on a show, I always it always still just sounds so fictional to me.
1: It does. It's like what pirates get. Like it's not something that you think of that like real people. <laughs>
2: Well, it comes from ha- from lack of, you know, a, a balanced diet, mm-hmm. which is what happened with pirates and, and sailors and stuff like that. Yeah. They didn't have a well-balanced diet at sea. So it makes sense. But still, when I hear scurvy, I'm like,
1: no, that's not yeah. real. Well, I think that was his reaction, too. He was like, "You're you're kidding. Like, this isn't, like, people don't really get this. But that's the
2: reaction from any patient on a tv show whenever they're diagnosed that way they're like what that's real
1: because it's like something you don't hear of but i think that was that shows like that this may be vanessa's calling that she was able to figure that out especially since it was something so small and it's not like she consulted with any of her like you know attendings that had been there for like a longer period of time and she was able to diagnose this all on her own um just off her instincts and so I really enjoyed seeing her do that and then of course though as soon as I decide like oh I like her he offers her a job and so she's gonna be leaving (laughs) I'm
2: like how many doctors are we leaving are
1: leaving med because
2: are we gonna have any left I know in the in the other med group I um before I watched the episode they don't have a spoiler ban in that group so I tried to avoid it but um people were talking about (laughs) how you know people from med just keep on leaving and they don't want to watch anymore and I'm like well I'm still gonna watch but unless unless we'll leave I'm gonna watch so if will leaves i mean well i'll still watch it but i'm going to be very unhappy i'm going to watch it and i'm going to be very unhappy about watching it without will there
1: (laughs) i'll watch it and i'll complain about it every single episode that's what i'll do
2: like remember this is what he would have done if he was still here yeah
1: but i mean i like to think you know he couldn't go but i mean ethan's leaving too so i mean like i would have never thought that ethan was gonna like officially leave either so i don't know but i mean i mean maggie's obviously really apprehensive of vanessa going but which it's understandable i mean this is her daughter they've just they've not had long to like build this relationship um so i get it but i kind of think like if that means that he's gone or that she's gone that means that her dad's also going to be out of the picture and we can like not worry about that anymore because that's been yeah. us all out anyways
2: I was stressed out about her uh, marriage and everything. So if Vanessa leaves, then, mm-hmm. oh, well, no other guy. Yeah. I don't even know his name. I didn't even bother to remember. Grant, it. I believe. Grant?
1: That's oh, all that's, right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think that's right. That's not, what's her husband's name? It's not his name, right? I'm not Ben? Getting... Okay, yeah, then Grant it is. Yeah, that's it.
2: I know we talked about how Vanessa, I needed more time. Uh to really get to like her I feel like they did a huge like 180 with Dean yes because I'm really liking him now I don't know what's going on that writer's room I have a feeling they were like okay we've been on the social medias and we know this character is totally unlikable we got to give him something (laughs)
1: yes and I like even like his little I think it's him and Hannah together like I like their their chemistry and I don't mean like a romantic chemistry at all it it's more of a a mentor mentee like type relationship I feel like and I like it like their chemistry works in that I can't even remember there was I wish I this is what I would need to write down things there was even something he said that was like a real smart ass comment and I just laughed out loud because I've grown to love that about him it's kind of like Sam like they make these like really like comments that coming from anyone else you'd be like oh my god but from Nilm, it's funny and it makes me laugh he really helped hannah out this week too i think
2: definitely i mean it was it kind of went both ways she ended up mm-hmm. helping having to help him in the end yeah too. yeah that, that poor patient mm-hmm. they were so set on not doing that surgery i felt so bad for her
1: yeah And I mean, I, I don't know, I feel like the pregnancy storylines always get me more than the other ones for maybe that's being a mom who's, you know, had two kids, but just hearing their story of, you know, how they've been trying really long time to like get pregnant. And then it's an ectopic pregnancy, um, which is just heartbreaking altogether. Um, they
2: seemed pretty calm. Like when they got the news, I mean, obviously they were sad. Yeah. They seemed very practical too like the wife was saying it's not even viable right right yeah I think she
1: was just it made me wonder like I mean obviously they've had troubles before uh,
2: maybe it's because of them I mean obviously they said they've been trying for so long so it's evident they're very well aware of almost anything that can go wrong with the pregnancy so It didn't yeah. surprise me that um, she knew when an ectopic pregnancy was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, what a heartbreaking story that she, um, you know, obviously the job that they have, it's not like she has like paid time off. So, I mean, she's pleading with them to not do any sort of invasive surgery um, because she she can't take the time off. So, you know, they, you know, Hannah assures her we can do it lap- laparoscopic. Um, and you'll be out of there by that night but then again these these stupid supply chain issues which are like blowing my mind they don't have the cables or I think it was the cables whatever it was that allows the picture to be on the screen and them to be able to
2: see what they're doing they don't have those It's like they're short everything is there how are they functioning right now can there be at least one thing in the hospital where you know there's a surplus of you know whatever it is
1: it's just crazy to me and I mean like they you know her their options that you know Dean makes the comment they could just do it blind you know and I mean obviously she's like no one knows how to do that because that's like from the stone ages so they just they're forced to just kind of wait it out and of course her fallopian tube burst and like now she's in like a critical position
2: that was stressful too yeah i was like and i was still stressed that we we're gonna lose poor maria so i was like oh god they're gonna kill maria they're gonna kill the the, the ectopic pregnancy lady i was like this episode yeah um uh, but I- dean so what was his what was his deal he, he was still hurting from um that episode where he got hurt right Mm -hmm. yeah and they weren't really and
1: I don't they weren't really explaining in my opinion I I didn't notice like why was he not letting people know was it just that he just didn't want to have to take off work I mean at first I thought oh maybe he's afraid of taking pain pills too for
2: some reason
1: I think it's just a pride thing really maybe yeah he's just being that guy that doesn't want to admit that he's actually hurt
2: you know he was uh (laughs) You know, he he's a military vet. I don't know yeah. if that plays. I don't know if that plays it into could. it. But you know, he I just took it as a pride thing. Yeah. I didn't think there was anything okay. else yeah. there. But I'm glad that he admitted that he couldn't do it. And uh-huh. Hannah, I wanted to call her Jessie because that's the actress's no. name. <laughs> like, yeah. what is this lady's name? But Hannah luckily was able to step in and save the day. She's just like, um, I don't know how to do this. yeah
1: how cool i mean like between that and like the thing that him and ethan rigged up the other episode i was like this is really cool like they're gonna get them through this supply chain like issue like and that's from being in the field and just being able to think on their feet and make things out of nothing
2: so yeah i mean ethan's leaving soon but maybe we can put dean in charge of solving the supply chain issue right just make your own supplies apparently Um, just nick it
1: but I mean bravo to Hannah for you know I think she's a really good doctor and I'm I really am happy that they brought her back and happy that they brought her back clean and that we can have a chance to see her you know do what she's good at some more and then see her friendship with Dean too like even at the end like she was encouraging him which I don't he wasn't wanting to listen but you know just encouraging him to like you know talk to someone about the pain and not to try to hide it from everyone because that's not doing anyone any good so
2: like yeah I'm, I'm interested to see where that friendship goes it's I love it. not a match I ever saw but I'm like yeah I really like this because they're yeah. different enough mm-hmm. they're different enough where it's going to be really amusing
1: yeah See, well, there we go we wanted a friendship let's see them hang out can they like go to like I don't know take them to the bar take them to
2: Molly's like
1: let's let's see them hang out because how fun would that be
2: I feel like none the med people don't really like we never really see them at Molly's as often as we see them on fire and PD yeah I remember
1: Will used to be there a lot but it was not in med episodes it would be in like a PD episode where we'd see him there with Jay of course now that Jay's gone we may not see that anymore either
2: so. yeah I mean I know we see med people occasionally but like kind of a, like minor little character crossovers but we never see them there during an episode of med
1: no so, I think the I only don't know time if, we ever if, did was didn't and that, that's where Will and Natalie had their engagement party I'm pretty sure or some or bachelor bachelorette party or something but I feel like that's the only time we've ever seen that featured on a med episode
2: and it kind of gives me the illusion that med is just in its own little world it's not part of
1: well and i think it's because they do so much studio filming that i think it kind of is it's not they don't get as many opportunities for that
2: which is a bummer. Where where do they film med do they film in chicago too
1: mm, there's a big studio where they all film me and maureen tried to stalk it but you can't get anywhere near it so it is what it is no
2: dr handsome for you
1: no i was trying um, but I mean, this one was hard. but like the other patient, the last patient that we saw in this episode, I feel like that was the hardest one to watch.
2: oh gosh. that was that was really emotional. Mm-hmm.
1: When she came in, I mean, it was just I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was like, where are we going with this? Because I mean, she rushes in there, she's got her baby in her arms, like kind of takes it to Ethan and like tells him like, I'm afraid I'm gonna hurt him. And my first thought that popped in my head, just like, I think, you know, the doctors there was, was postpartum depression. And it was just, oh, it was rough.
2: And yeah, this, this poor woman, and she's sitting there believing that the idea she's having about, you know, hurting her kid is just completely not normal Like nobody talks about that and I'm like of course no one talks about that nobody wants to admit that that's what's running through their head and I wish they did more because I mean
1: I don't know I mean maybe not to that severity did I ever have like envisions of that but I had like postpartum rage um and they call like they called it for me postpartum anxiety instead of depression because it wasn't I would just get so angry at like my child crying which is what they're supposed to do but I could feel like I mean just hot all over like it would make me really angry and I mean I feel like I every once in a while I had those intrusive thoughts did I tell anyone absolutely not not even my husband because that makes you feel like you're the worst mother in the world but unfortunately like I mean that that's something that definitely happens and so I wish it was okay to say those things out loud more because it doesn't the fact that she brought him to the hospital and didn't do it means that she is a good mom you know i mean it's
2: kudos to her, yeah kudos to her for getting him to the hospital and mm-hmm. admitting she needed help i mean granted the help she thought she needed was to have him removed from her care and yeah. i was thinking i really hope that's not yeah and thank how God,
1: this- yeah and i mean thankfully for dr charles that he wasn't willing to just like diagnose her with postpartum and like Move on, because as soon as she started describing her symptoms and she said something about the ringing in her ears, I was like, "Oh, well, wait a minute, that's not, that's not something. I don't think it's associated with this." It yeah, that out... sounds
2: physiological. I was like, yeah. "Oh, okay, so there's something else." I was thinking that the something like else prank. is what was causing mm-hmm. the postpartum, just kind of like with um Maddie on um nine one one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was her what was that was her thyroid or something right crazy
2: Um, and with Maddie Maddie.
1: yeah that was her it's wild because we're gonna go ahead and like so like I have like issues with my thyroid like Maddie on nine one one. I had a little bit of this postpartum stuff and then we find out this lady had Bell's palsy that I've also had an episode of I'm just like this is wild that I'm like seeing all these similarities
2: her stroke happened so fast like one second she was holding the baby the next Mm -hmm. she like basically shoving the baby in Sharon's arms and then yeah. she's having a stroke I was like is that real like do strokes happen that fast I,
1: I think they can yeah I mean I think I don't know um I mean but it, it definitely and maybe that I don't know see the ringing of the ears I didn't know that part but I mean maybe that was sort of as it was coming on and that was just you know the final step in it um but they got that and I mean even after that though she's still because of those intrusive thoughts like we were talking about she's still worried that she can't take care of him and god I love Sharon she is just I mean the best and I loved hearing that because I mean we know Sharon and we know her as this great like super mom runs the hospital she's got all of her stuff together you know and to hear her talk about when her little one was you know a baby and all of the things that she thought about doing that I mean it was just it was nice of her to be willing to go in there and share her stories and, and help this mom feel like it's normal you know and it's okay and you're you're going to be just fine
2: and Sharon who we see as you know strong possibly mm-hmm. super mom even said in her speech that another friend of hers who she thought was super mom also had the same thoughts so yeah. I don't know well you know I'm not a mom you can probably speak to this but I feel like as I feel like moms just look at other moms and they're like well they've got their act together like yeah. what the heck is so, wrong with me but you know it's a vicious everybody too. has things that I mean and it's because they don't think are normal and it needs to be talked about a lot yeah. more and it's because like we like
1: even the lady in this episode said like what we put on social media we share the joy we share the happy <laughs> moments we don't share the kid having a meltdown in the middle of walmart which almost happened to me today like we just don't we don't show those moments because why would you those aren't moments you want
2: to share with other people but like they happen like no one just you know goes out to lunch with their friends and says oh yeah so my kid threw a big tantrum in walmart and i had to carry them out like a (sighs) surfboard under my
1: Yeah, we don't, and it's, I mean, a lot of times, because it all, that also makes you feel like, oh, well, I've done something wrong here, like, why is my kid, why is my kid acting spoiled, why are they doing this, like, obviously, I'm not doing a good job, it's not true, I mean, like, kids are kids, and they, they act like children sometimes, you know, that's just the way it is. Children act like children sometimes, wild. I know, you know, like, imagine that, so...
2: I'm so glad that she seemed so thrilled about or not thrilled but really relieved when Sharon mentioned um some kind of like group Mm -hmm. um setting where they could you know support group that's the word because as soon as Sharon mentioned the support group she was kind of like oh yeah I would like that so much I was like goodness well I mean even just her talking about because I feel
1: like I mean I remember like having a newborn like It's like the loneliest you could ever feel because you're sort of like tied to like your house and you're tied to this and like you know like making friends as adults is really hard like I wish we could make friends like we did as kids which I guess we all kind of did we just joined a group and we're like hey I like you let's do this together you know You've like 500 million shows. Yeah, we we should be besties now, you know? But normally that's that's really, that's hard to do like in person. We had the internet to sort of shield ourselves to do this. But, you know, it's hard to do that in person. So the idea of a mom support group, yeah, it's good. And I, so I know we got to move on to the preview here in a minute, but I have to mention something. It was at the very beginning of this episode, but it made me smile so big was when they like showed like April in the bed and Ethan's like leaving her that cute little note that obviously they spent the night together and they are gonna see each other again. No, I was, I'm happy for that. And that is the only silver lining to knowing that he's leaving is that it looks like he's going to still be with April.
2: As long as April leaves too. I mean, I love April. I want her to stay. But as long as April leaves too, then- you know, we can just live in, you know, the hap- happy little daydream that they are living happily ever after.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And that's what, you know, they I think it's been hinted that there's gonna be a wedding at some point. My guess is it's gonna be theirs because I just feel like that'll be the way to send it off. I mean, we'll see. Next week, like I am kind of excited because it looks like there's gonna be more Archer development, which we're all very excited about
2: you know circling back to how we're you know coming to like dean a lot more it seems like they're finally giving him a more like meaty storyline because unfortunately it looks like his son was stabbed in prison yeah what's the term shanked shanked is that the verb (laughs) i think so i've never been in prison but that's what i hear yeah (laughs) I've never been in prison and I never planned to be but I hear that's what the kids call it there but (laughs) he was uh stabbed in prison and he's gonna wind up at the hospital and from the preview it didn't seem like he's terribly happy to see dear old dad yeah
1: and then also like not just is he there but like the person that shanked him is also there and I that is an interaction that I want to see between him and Archer because we Archer's not exactly like Mister like cool and calm. So I think it'll be interesting to see how he handles having to to work on on the guy that stabbed his son. It's
2: going to be an intense hmm. episode.
1: Yeah, I think so. It'll be good. So I think that's all for Med, and I think we're gonna move on to Fire and. Maureen's gonna join us and Eve apparently has more important things to do tonight, so she's gonna rush off to the grocery store and leave us. Way to go, and Eve.
2: Apparently, food is not important anymore. No. <laughs> Who needs to eat? Okay.
1: No one can afford it right now anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, so this episode, that was the one we were looking forward to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We were correct. And this was the one that we saw filmed at the jewelry store explosion that was kind of
0: neat to to like see because we were watching these pieces come together and it was just
1: it was crazy it's amazing to me that we know how long they were there they were there all day and this is like two minutes of the show (laughs) because
0: you know when they were inside the building that was on a stage that that I mean that building didn't actually burn down so the only parts that were part of it was them outside the building. And them initially walking in and that's it, that's where it ends. Yeah. So it, it was what yeah. we saw. I mean, we got there; they were already there, and we got there like what eight thirty in the morning, nine in the morning, something like that. Yeah. And we left and came back, and they were still there. And I think by the time we actually drove away, it was like five. It was almost six. I think.
1: Yeah, it was dinner time.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. we yeah because we left there and we went to go get dinner
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it was it was around five or five thirty so they were there like just for two minutes of a scene yep. that was crazy there is if you right after Stella says Gallo you're with me they see on the corner behind Gallo they blurred it out but there's a girl who looks like she's holding a big white cardboard sign and mm-hmm. she was there when we came there the second time when we came back and then there's that guy in all black who was running all around taking pictures while we were there you could see him clearly standing off to mm-hmm. the side and then you see There's like three or four girls who are standing there talking, and I think that's you and the two girls we met at the PD scene, and then, and then there's a girl in a pink top with short hair and blue jeans, and that's what I was wearing that day.
1: We made it into an episode of Chicago Fire, and that's
0: zoomed in. Like when it's not zoomed in, you can see it clearer, but it's pretty exciting. I know that makes that's pretty cool. So we were, I mean, we were extras in Chicago Fire this week so that's pretty fantastic and where we are where you can find us it's for like a millisecond so you have to like pause it (laughs) the only reason i saw it is because i was hyper watching the background because i knew where we were in relation to the trucks but it's after it's when they're in front of the jewelry shop and stella says gallo you're with me while she's talking to him if you look in the background you see a group of how many people are there four there's uh yeah there's four of us and then a girl off to the side with a sign and then a guy in all black and i'm the one in the pink shirt and then Jeanette is like kind of right next to me behind me so I'll just it was neat I mean it was like celebrities over here (laughs) (laughs) absolutely if only
1: Billy Riggins would have come over and said hello I'm so sad that makes me like irrationally angry if I'm being honest I wish I was hoping this was not our episode Mm -hmm. because yes we love Chicago Fire and we love all these people but the thing is billy riggins and the whole riggins family have been like i mean i adore them and that has been a much longer love than my love for mm-hmm. chicago fire so
0: and for those of you who don't know Derek phillips who played the jewelry owner in chicago fire this week mm-hmm. he also played a character named billy riggins in friday night lights in the tv series yes. that was in was that early 2000s yeah early 2000s so it,
1: it yeah it was it was a bummer i, <laughs> I realized i would have been like Derek. <laughs> i think he would have loved it too don't you think I yes it's the kind of guy that would have loved it
0: i think he would have even loved it if we were like i think billy it would have reminded me if we yelled billy riggins because he said didn't he say nobody likes billy riggins yeah he said that on his podcast he was we like love no billy one riggins.
2: loves billy riggins
0: <laughs> I do. we do I do and i think the other thing is is i i think we did see him there because there yeah. was a point in time when we were walking we had to park next to it was a range rover car dealership kind of behind where that jewelry store is and we were trying to take our time. And she's like, you know what? Maybe I'll just smoke one last cigarette. So we're <laughs> hanging out kind of behind like, the extras, just watching. And there was a guy in a blue suit. And I remember saying, oh, I wonder if there's like an executive there. I, I think that was Derek Phillips in his blue suit that he was on in the show. <laughs> so I'm really, we were well, close. Fun. We were real close. So it, it was neat. It- this This episode had a different sort of special meaning for me because it was just, you know, it was an amazing day and we got to meet these really fantastic people and cool. we were in it and it was just, it was just fun. So that's yep. neat. <laughs> it's
1: really cool. It's really cool.
0: So it's hard for me to transition off that because I just want to keep talking about that experience we had because it was fantastic. If you get a chance to go see a Chicago filming of any of the Chicago franchises, I mean, so don't fun. impede their production. Don't stop them from doing their job, but go no. watch it because they, even if you talk to the crew, they are like some of the nicest people. Uh-huh. So nice. I mean, the one guy who we met who was talking to us, like, just, just go up to the snack table. Just go talk to them. <laughs> like,
1: everybody needs a snack. I'm like, Good point.
0: <laughs> and even when they were telling you to back up, to go away, there was only one person who was kind of rude. Yeah. And even she softened. They yeah. were all really nice when they're asking you to move. Just obey what they're telling you to do go watch it. It's, it's, it's fun. If you're ever in the Chicago area, go do that. Yep. Great. So this week we obviously had the jewelry store explosion and I absolutely, at first I was kind of like, mm, Jean seems suspicious.
1: But then when he was giving I me a statement, you. I was like, oh, I guess I was wrong. No. And maybe <laughs> it's because I was like, Billy Riggins, like, I'm not going to believe that he did this, even though, I mean, Billy Riggins definitely would. So that makes no absolutely. sense whatsoever. But, but didn't Billy opinion, Riggins get in trouble for doing his chop shop and selling cars? And cars? <laughs> but I still love him. And so I was like, I'm not going to blame him for this. It's got to <laughs> be Gene, that old man. I But I did have the thought, I was like. So he had all this information. Oh, I wasn't using the machine. Oh, you know, the diamonds were in this, but I didn't check them like the night. But there was just so many things to his story that I was like, "Gene, I'm not so sure about your story. I I don't I don't like how this is adding up. (laughs) But he got hurt. And so that Mm -hmm. was the one part that you were like, well, yeah, you'd get injured. Why would you do that? Mm hmm but he was in the room so he probably didn't think he would get hurt and that's where my head was he didn't expect it to be like that he didn't expect to actually get injured in yeah that.
0: absolutely yeah and i think <laughs> that um it's crazy how the other reason i was kind of like well maybe it is billy's is because of the way he was telling them stop putting the fire out in my store like mm-hmm. well that's a weird thing to request yeah I mean, your your yeah. really thick glass is already blown out. Yeah. People have already stolen your stuff. And maybe his thinking was really, you're flushing my diamonds down the drain. Maybe that really was his thinking, but the yeah. looters had already come by.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't think he was responsible for the fire, but I did think, okay, he's probably like, he's probably got some jewelry in there that it's shady mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, not that's what I thought. That's, I was kind of like, he's up to no good, but I don't think he started this fire.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I thought maybe he was- Trying to like get insurance policy while keeping the diamonds is kind of yeah. where I thought. And there was a moment there where I thought maybe he asked Jean to do it, and they're working together. That's yeah. kind of where I was, kind of near the end.
1: Yeah, because he
0: did Billy. What's his name in this episode,
1: DeMar- Mr. Demarco? Or Demarco, like Marco. Yeah, it's
0: gonna be really hard to not call him Billy throughout this. <laughs> so, Demarco. Oh, you have in the notes it says Mr. DeMarco and in parentheses in all caps Derek, Derek Phillips. <laughs> exclamation point! Exclamation point! So, DeMarco he seems suspicious through the whole thing, especially with how defensive he got at every step of the way.
1: Mm-hmm. That was it's the only reason I was we thinking. already knew. I mean, I don't know. We probably definitely because we're like, well, I mean, it's Billy Regan, so he's mm-hmm. of course suspicious. So that probably played into that a little bit for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it was just it was just weird how we came on the scene, mm-hmm. it was just he. It was just, but I mean that, that was obviously their intent was to make it seem yes. weird, mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't know like that glass was like crazy thick. Yeah. what did he say that was? I forget what he called it. I don't remember exactly. I wonder if um, like all jewelry stores have that because that looked like military grade glass.
1: It might be so that you can't. You would want like someone to just break in like that. So maybe you know, especially like maybe like high end jewelry stores and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was it was suspicious where Gene was like, Well, he was the last one in. And that was kind of where I started to like be like, whenever someone says, Oh no, it couldn't have been me, I was not in there. But this person was like Yeah. You're shifting the blame pretty quickly there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, the suing of the CFD seemed off, just the way he immediately got a lawyer. was like, what is happening here? But I was I was disappointed in Stella because really? yeah just just didn't know how she was when they went to the door because kelly's the one who has done this before oh. kelly is the one who knows what he's doing and he told her we're just asking questions do not get aggressive and she still yeah. kind of there was twice where she said something kelly like had a sharp look at her and try to soften the blow a little bit but i mean that's just stella stella's a straight exactly. shooter and she's very
1: like no i think this that's is what not, like, like- Usually I do get annoyed with Stella, but I didn't this time. Maybe that's why, because I was just like, you just, do you know your wife? And you just ask her to <laughs> not be aggressive. When has Stella not been aggressive? <laughs> true.
0: It is kind of more Kelly's fault for longer to come along and telling her that. But yeah. I wish that she would have been like, okay, Kelly, I will bow to your knowledge on this. I know yeah, this never. investigation. We have to tread lightly. Yeah. I think she should do that though. I think that yeah. she sometimes should listen yeah. to other people who yeah. have more expertise in an area than she does but that was the only point it was just that one little part right there where yeah. they were talking to him that i was like mm. but you could see her jealousy pop up mm-hmm. when she was like oh well i'm yeah. kind of good at this stuff and then kelly was like you are <laughs>
1: but she kind of was, she like, was a i bit. didn't expect her to be either but then like i mean she's the one that found the timer and like all this mm-hmm. i mean she solved the case basically for him like it was mm-hmm. pretty impressive um and i even liked at the end when they're you know um Back at his place or whatever, and she's like, "I'm a better partner than, oh, what's her name? I can't There's remember. S. Name. Yes, I had it. Seeger, Seeger, it's Seeger, yeah. And he kept until she basically like forced him to say like she was the best. And I, just, I don't <laughs> know. I do like their cute little banter. So yeah. that was a fun little moment.
0: And Kelly, I mean, do you really think Kelly could be with someone who's not that dominant? No, I mean, that's he needs someone exactly like Stella. So it's I yeah, don't think there perfect. was it. I actually thought that was cute. I thought it was funny. It, she was clearly she's clearly is a little bit jealous of Seeger still. <laughs>
1: yes, Which, of course. But she even
0: then it wasn't like, it, like, oh, she's going to take my man jealousy. It wasn't anything like that. It wasn't like she was insecure about it. It was just I know she's into you and. <laughs>
1: yeah i just well, i don't I mean, like people, her because she's into a married guy what woman does like someone exactly. who always into their husband like you would you know and
0: honestly if she wasn't a little bit jealous if you're like stella do you even like your husband
1: yeah i mean stella. i'd be jealous like for sure
0: mm-hmm. it was it just it, those parts made me that it was just the little interrogation of billy mm, demarco mm-hmm. demarco <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like no i can agree with that i did laugh out loud (laughs) when gene came into the store and then kelly was just sitting on the back of the ambulance you know where i thought i thought he
1: was gonna be in the ambulance and gene was that's where i thought he was gonna be and i was gonna love it like just sitting on the bed like holding the diamonds like is this what you're looking for that's where i thought we were gonna go with that (laughs) i thought that would have been great
0: i thought he was gonna be outside where he was but i didn't expect him to be like I should have, but I I didn't like know exactly what he was gonna say. But when I how I don't remember how you worded it. Something like, You're a little late, Gene. And just, just the way he said it, like it, I don't know, it was just his posture the way he said it. I laughed out loud when he said it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I liked it too.
1: It was a good Kelly it episode. It was you know, like I enjoyed it. It was a good still episode too. It was it nice was. to see
0: her not because we've been complaining about how they've writing her leadership skills for weeks. Yes. It was nice to see her return to Stella. Yeah. to the Stella that we fell in love with, this is who she is yeah. not that other crap they're writing for her yeah I agree I I like I do like it when they separate it out we get like fire and then we get the medicine and we get kind of but they still co-mingle together I kind of yeah. like it when they do that and so we got that this week with Sylvia and Violet going out on a call mm-hmm. and finding a patient and that was at first I was like what are you doing <laughs> I don't yeah. understand anywhere where what what happened it was not what I expected I no, did not know where they were going with that.
1: I didn't either. You know, I mean, when he like, you know, cuz they they pull up and he's obviously unconscious and they've got to, you know, take him in, he's not responsive, and then he like wakes up in the middle of the ambulance and like is like just going to bolt. And he like just <laughs> jumps out. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like I thought it was going to be like a mental health issue or mm-hmm. something like at that point. Um but it's even sadder than that because it just means, I mean, he obviously had had I forget what he said, um, like a seizure or something was going on mm-hmm. where he was having seizures and the ER trip was so much. I can't remember how much he... $1,000. Yeah, that's what it was. And then he said the pills were $900 a pill. Did he 90, say $90, $90 still
0: my chemo drugs is $75 a pill. And that's a lot of money. That
1: is a thousand dollars for two weeks. That is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't understand how you expect people to afford that. It's not like it's just it's healthcare too, which shouldn't be like a privilege. Healthcare should be a right for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, it just should, because I mean, even in case you know, I mean, like, you know, sometimes insurance covers stuff. Some people don't have insurance. Like, some these people can't people- afford insurance though. Exactly, and so that's what like that's a huge like, thing of mine. Like, I mean, healthcare should be a right of every mm-hmm. single person in the world. We all deserve if- good healthcare. And this guy was, I mean, this he's willing to like risk his own life because he literally cannot afford this. Yeah. And I mean, thankfully, Sylvie had talked about, you know, someone else in her paramedicine program that had basically, you know, she's not in it anymore because she'd gotten a clear scan with her cancer. And so they weren't gonna be visiting her anymore. And so like she said that he jumped out of the right ambulance because <laughs> here she was able to offer him this job, this spot to be able to get his medicine for free and i don't know if these paramedicine programs if it's based off something that is like real in other locations i'm sure it probably is i think
2: it is because
1: they
0: mentioned and i think sometimes when they slip this in there is it's actual they mentioned that there was a trial program starting in another state and so i think that they actually got this idea for something that's being run in a trial in a different state i think it's a
1: great idea Mm -hmm. i love it but yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things that I love most about like 51, like they care so much about the patients and the people that they're rescuing, but they also like, I mean, one of the biggest examples, I mean, they all, they do it for their people inside mm-hmm. their house too. Absolutely. Um, but like, you know, just thinking back to like a rescue, like when you think of like Joe and Javi and all that Joe has done for him, I mean, that's what these people do. And I, this week was a good week for them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Joe's face when, like, (laughs) when he came home and Chloe and Javi are sitting there being all weird, I thought maybe she had told them, spilled the beans about they want to adopt him. I thought, yeah, and I was like, why why is Joe not picking up on their expressions? Like, come on, Joe, be quicker. I want to find out what this is. I want to find out what they're so excited about. Yeah, and the look on Joe's face when Javi said, Can I call you dad? It's like, that's
2: That's really sweet. Fantastic,
0: and it could not happen to a better person. I mean, Joe. Is it he doesn't get talked about a lot on our podcast because there's not a lot of individual storylines on him, yeah. But Joe is an amazing human being. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to take this kid in. He didn't have to fight to keep this kid. He didn't have to do any of that.
2: Mm -hmm. But
0: that's just who Joe is, and that's who Chloe is. Obviously, it's who Chloe is because Chloe loves this boy unconditionally too. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really loved seeing more of that story this week. It was really hard too, and. I was glad that the, uh, I don't know if she was a social worker or if she was an adoption worker, but she was trying to tell them without telling them, Hey, let us know everything, but make sure you word it in a way. It's not going to tip people off mm-hmm. because at first I was like, really, you're not going to accept it. But she was actually guiding them for how to word it on the application. So they mm-hmm. doesn't look like they're hiding anything, but also knowing that, you know, Javi's not going to be around someone like that. So I, I appreciated her candor in that. And she even said at one point, stop telling me about it.
1: I mean I don't need to know anymore Mm -hmm. yeah so I hope that we I hope
0: they 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 let us see that situation get resolved I hope that at least by the end of the season we see Javi be fully adopted into them Uh because I mean what's his brother's name again I forget Leon Leon Uh he was asked to step back into the gang unit by the police as a CI as an not even a CI it was undercover Mm -hmm. he didn't go in there by choice well he i mean he did agree to it but it was by police protection with a wire to implicate someone else yeah so it's
1: yeah i get it because yeah absolutely you know i understand that we have to pray you know you can't allow these kids to be adopted into a home where they could i get it but because Mm -hmm. we know and love joe and and chloe and javi I don't want it to see th- to be this way. So yeah. I hope that we're able to find a solution. I want it to be a realistic solution, though. I'm not sure how that works out. Um... Because I don't know. I mean, and I hope it's not like you just have to, he can't be around Leon either. I don't like that either because it sounds like Javi already loves Leon and has yeah. a relationship with him. So that's not a good solution either. Well, I, I think the
0: realistic solution would be taking into account what his gang involvement was, oh. how he was in there, and the fact that because he did this as a police as a police thing, he would have protection of the police because Leon yeah. does. He has that protection of the police custody or of police from doing yeah. this job. And I think that that could play into, okay, well, he needs to have this much time with him and this much time away. He can't be around him alone. I think there's probably going to be strictures like, can't be alone with him, can't be out and about with him by himself. And yeah. police have to be looped in on, hey, this is another person involved. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. be realistic. And it was really, I, I like I said, I hope we get to see the end of that storyline. I hope it comes to a, a conclusion that we can accept. And that's because we don't want to see our people hurt. Right. You know, we don't want to see him hurt. The fact of the matter is this kid doesn't have anywhere else to go either. So that's going to play into their favor. Yeah. And I think that what we saw on someone else, it, it was nice to see Carver who, you know, we've been talking about for weeks that where does he belong? Does he even have anybody else? Does he have anyone around him? And we kind of got to see Gallo and Ritter rope him in and I really enjoyed this part of it too. This is a I... really good week for fire. I enjoyed this yes. part of it.
1: It was so funny because I mean we've talked about like Gallo and Ritter are two of my favorites just because they just they're comical and they're they're funny and I, I really enjoy their storylines, but you know just when they're trying to talk to carver i mean mouch is another one he was like man that guy's a mystery you know like no one knows anything about him and when he left his like locker door open just a little bit and the look on Gallo's face i was like oh he's gonna look in his locker and they're (laughs) all trying to talk him out of it but you know he was gonna look in. poor sylvie was just like you can't do that you know she's always you know the voice of region but Um, i like too that ritter was like you can't do that and he's looking <laughs> at it while he's yes, saying he you yes. can't do it. <laughs> he it so like nothing even helped them out like he doesn't have any pictures he doesn't mm-hmm. have anything he is a mystery and you know i, I want to know too like what's up with this guy i feel like they've been dragging this secrecy thing out for just to just tell us somebody at
0: least give us a piece yeah something I, I don't want this to be a season-long thing where we're trying to figure out who is carver why is yeah. he so mis- i don't want i don't want to do that all season yeah i want to find out if i'm supposed to like him or hate him <laughs>
1: yeah exactly and, and they're I are like did... why, why are you never at molly's you know but i mean he's got his own hangout apparently he likes to get beat up so i mean that's yeah, sort of he... his thing
0: <laughs> i wonder if that's how he releases steam that he just has to get beat up consistently
1: maybe because he seems like he was like just happy with it i loved when they overheard it and they were like maybe it was sweet of gallo when he was like maybe he just wants to feel like we want to mm-hmm. him to be a part of things And i'm like maybe you yeah know, you know so it was a nice gesture that that they went over there um but then they all ended up in the brawl with him you know which was poor mouch uh, you know <laughs> it's so funny and mouch knew because trudy had said he'd been like you know in these fights already and they were mm-hmm. all mad at mouch because he hadn't told them that that's what that's what carver does oh i didn't catch stuff. that yeah they said something about like you didn't tell us that Trudy had mentioned you know he's been in these fights before so really Trudy's already told him he's been arrested or whatever. No, didn't know that. Mouch didn't share that information so yeah. I, d- I did like the conversation
0: that Ritter and Gallo had outside where <laughs> Gallo's trying to tell Ritter how close they are and what they all mean to each other. And he's like have we finished each other's sentences? And it's That's like a Ritter's like never in my life have <laughs> I finished one of your sentences.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I, they're they're like poor gallo is so unaware of himself that it's adorable though like i absolutely (laughs) love it because he does it's not like he's so unaware of himself that he's
0: can't laugh at himself or he can't like join in he laughs at himself all the time and he loves the people he works with it's not there's no ego in it it's just
1: yeah
0: dopey it's adorable
1: but not in like a cocky way Mm -hmm. just it's just his brain just only thinks of what's going on with him he just doesn't even think about it otherwise exactly and i did like
0: when they when stella came in and she's like oh you guys look like you've been hanging out with carver
1: that was a nice touch because that made me we've had issues with stella's relationship with him so the Mm -hmm. fact that she kind of made a little joke about it made me feel good yeah so i enjoyed that as well um and i even think they could have been taken as a
0: little bit of her trying to like connect them a little bit yeah yeah So, and that's what he needs and yeah. it turns out he needed it because he you know offered to have him come hang out
1: yeah and i mean so i mean gallo's plan worked he's like you know he's gonna go hang out with him now so i hope we see that he's gonna now be a part of the group um after this so
0: honestly i don't want to see that until i know if i'm supposed to love him or hate him do not I make unfortunately- me connect with this guy and then make it bad
2: or, don't make I me like hate
0: him. this guy and then um, make me
1: make him good. I already have nice feelings for him, so I'm gonna be messed up either way.
0: So I'm so back and forth every week. Like it depends honestly, it depends on what his attitude is towards the people in the house every week. Like, okay, no, I don't like you. Okay, I like you again. Oh, no, no I don't like you. I, I, every week I, I'm like that.
1: I like him every week, so I'm already I screwed if he's a that
0: guy. So you are in big trouble. <laughs>
1: oh, well.. we'll see. <laughs>
0: And I think we are going to see that play out a little bit more because obviously next week we have the guy who's standing there at every scene and it's Carver who's getting upset. It's Carver who's getting in his face. Yeah. And the preview ends with Stella yelling, Carver! And that was was where it ended.
1: The thing is, though, this guy looks like he's stalking them at every single call. I think he's stalking Carver.
0: I think he's harassing and attacking Carver. Oh,
1: that's a good point, yeah i didn't realize that i guess from the preview but that would make more sense
0: because there's a couple times mm-hmm. when he approached carver alone and yeah. said some stuff to him and then he followed him from site to site to site and then he was standing outside 51 saying the same thing
1: so maybe we are going to get some carver answers next week i maybe think this so i will be a lead into that so that'll be nice mm-hmm. yeah and
0: i think the other thing that's leading into I, I mean that's it we have for fire but what they are doing in fire or pd is the same thing is what they're doing in fire but they're taking individual stories. Mm -hmm. you know in fire we get the okay. this is fire now we're going on to medicine in pd lately we've been getting character arcs we've been Mm -hmm. focusing on one character week and it was i freaking loved this episode of pd this week i loved it it's a kevin heavy episode Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and i I did like the intro with trudy like i just i love trudy she's in my top five of all the chicagoland characters she's in my top five i love that woman And I just like how she's giving him the the inspiration to go. Going hard, but not too hard. But don't
1: go in the middle either. Like, like what? Where would you like him, Trudy? Even that was really good. Like, just like his lecture was, Kevin is so perfect, in my opinion. Like, I think I said to everybody, like, you know, obviously Rusek's my favorite person Mm -hmm. on the show. But Kevin is the best man on the show. Mm -hmm. like i think he's the best cop i think he's got the best heart i mean and we see this over and over again when he came into that lecture and you know at first he was all you know aggressive and like starts you know kicking chairs over and whatever but then the way he brought them all back together and started talking about like tension but then also about empathy out in the field and it was just a really good speech Mm -hmm. i i loved it so much yeah heaven this is why we love you because you're the one that can do these kinds of things Mm -hmm he even brought it because i know we were talking before about with the
0: the protests against cops that were kind of like altering who kevin was i like how he brought that in here i mean he didn't say that explicitly in here yeah. but he was saying you can't go up to every car expecting some sort of tense life I mean you need to be prepared for it but Mm -hmm. you can't go in there expecting that they're all going to come at you because that's part of the problem with the what they were protesting is these cops are just going off and shooting because they aren't Mm -hmm. thinking Mm -hmm. they're just fear and so he brought that's how I wanted Kevin to bring that in because Kevin's the perfect person to do that because he has that experience he knows exactly what the people are talking about what they're frustrated with in the police and for him to lead it in there so almost graphically like yeah. he was very it was it, because it was tangible it felt more graphic it was mm-hmm. a real he brought them to that place to where they yeah. would be there yeah. why was torres in there
1: um because i think it's just for new like officers and he's a new officer
0: oh i thought that was a police academy thing i didn't think there were officers yet i thought it was police academy
1: they called them TPOs, call ppos right yeah so i'm assuming officer is the o in that i don't know exactly but the what's name. the p and the p stand for one of them's police
0: (laughs) you don't say
1: (laughs) he needs probationary police officers maybe i don't know if i type in ppo it's going to give me a medical plan but that's not what i want Hold on. (laughs) i think i just assumed like
0: with ruzik because ruzik was pulled before he even finished academy yeah and i don't remember him going through this i just kind of assumed that once torres was taken on 20 into the intelligence that that was it he was like
1: he was solid here we go probationary police officer oh so i got it right so maybe it just means like new officers they're probably still on a probationary period you know like i just i just thought once torres was in intelligence he would be good to go
0: he didn't have to go it's just like any
1: job though you've got like a probationary period so that's probably what that is Mm -hmm. but i liked also what he was telling torres like in the car how you know he was taught like show no fear and and all of that and how he you know says like you know I couldn't relate to that that wasn't Mm -hmm. something that that I understood and so he took his own approach to it which is one of the things I always loved about Kevin Mm -hmm. he's not necessarily like gonna copy what the next person's doing well I mean he is his own person and he sticks to it and he always has been that consistently Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely and I love watching him and Torres get closer together because Mm -hmm. kevin is really raising torres up in the way a good cop should be raised up yeah he's not letting him fly off the hip
1: and he's the right person to do it because Mm -hmm. you know i mean i just feel like you know Haley obviously is in her own place um and you know adam and kim i mean they're together and they're they're doing their thing together and so i feel like kevin is the right person to like and let's be honest i mean we love Ruzek.
0: But Ruzik flies off sometimes in ways he probably shouldn't. Yeah. We love him though. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. 100%. He's my favorite. He's my number one in all the Chicago universe. Always. But even so, he, if you are training up a new cop and you want to make them into the cop you want them to be, Kevin's the
1: one you want training them up. Yes. I would agree. Absolutely. And uh, that, that carjacking that they got called to while they're in the car it's just oh my gosh that was like heartbreaking every once in a while we get these where I'm just like this is gruesome and like I didn't expect it because even when the mom's talking about how the son was in the car
2: mm-hmm. I
1: was not picturing that he was being drugged by the car mm-hmm. like I th- I thought I don't know I thought he was still in the car and like maybe he's in the passenger seat and they just hopped I don't know in my head that's not what I thought was we were gonna find when we found this yeah. guy on the side of the road even to the point that when we saw him, I'm thinking, why is he all messed up like that? Like, it just didn't click in my head, like, until we saw this, you know, surveillance video that they drugged him.
0: Yeah.
2: That's awful.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: And I mean, what a rough start for Kevin to mm-hmm. this episode because he has that guy die. But Kevin got right down on the, oh, I'm getting emotional. about it. But Kevin got right down on the ground with this guy.
1: Yeah. Well, he held his
0: hand and he kept yep. saying you did good your mom's yep. safe you did good i just oh my gosh yeah he's such a good man he really is he didn't have to do that uh-huh. he didn't have to get down on this level and make him feel good and hold him hold his hand as he died he didn't have to do any of that
1: yeah but he did it because it was the right thing to do yeah yeah it was i tell you though like we were just talking about like instincts on like the last on the fire episode when Burzek is interviewing that gas station attendant, I was like, mm, red flag. something up with you, Clarita. I don't was I think that was her name. I it was, was like, her name. I don't, you're so nonchalant about mm-hmm. this. And for a second I was like, maybe it is because there's so many of these. But I don't know. Something just gave me red flags about her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, then they left. And of course I was like, oh well, maybe she's okay, you know? I don't know. But it was definitely, I mean, she was so unhelpful with the footage. I mean, I, I guess she said the cameras didn't work, but it was just the way she said it, just like, mm-hmm. eh, they don't work. Um, I mean, thankfully, the, you know, store across the street, I managed to get on the footage they needed to, like, yeah, um, at least find the car that they drove, you know, pr- getting to the carjacking. Mm-hmm. So and he, well, no,
0: I think, I, I don't think that was from them across the street. I think across the street is where they got where he was drugged drug oh maybe. By the car. they found another podcam further down because it was it's a few blocks away and they that's saw them guys in masks get out of the car that's right
1: that's right yeah
0: but with her like it was red flag mm-hmm. and even when she told them the place across the street had cameras yeah that didn't even like stop my suspicion of her uh-huh. but i couldn't figure out why she was giving that information to them yeah same. It suddenly didn't feel right yeah no i agree and then ruzik when he found out that she was a part of me. Like, I knew it. I knew so. I told you something was off.
1: He cracked me up when he did his whole, like, while this is all very helpful, <laughs> just his little Ruzek charm. I loved it. I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, now they found the suspects and everything, but I mean, this day just keeps getting worse and worse for I
2: Kevin. Know.
1: I felt so. I think I actually put in the chat, what a bad day for, or
0: what a bad start for Kevin. Yes he did not want to shoot that kid and he didn't clearly he didn't no but he didn't want that anything to happen to that kid that the guy who was the villain in the story whose name I can't even remember I'm sure it's somewhere in here we'll get to Oscar Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the way he was taunting that kid to come at Kevin yeah and making him full of fear and trembling yeah. over kevin it was just i was instantly so angry
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you yeah, could tell that kevin knew exactly what he was doing kevin because kevin's not dumb he's no. a good cop he knows exactly what this guy's doing so he didn't direct any of his talking to oscar mm-hmm. he directed it to the to the young guy who ended up getting shot yeah it, even so i cannot believe this guy lunged for the police officer's gun i
1: know I mean, that was what, like, how did you think that was going to end? There was no way for that to end.
0: Oh my gosh. I and mean, of course that's what Oscar wanted. Yeah. Of course it is. Because he knew, this guy knew exactly what was happening. Oscar knew, I don't remember the other guy's name either, Cam. He knew Cam got away. Mm-hmm. What is the guy who died? Johnny.
1: Johnny. I should really I read before I start. I know. Covered. I had to
0: keep like skinning. So- Oscar obviously wanted Johnny dead. That was his whole point in this. Yeah. He figured if he could get him to distract, he could run. Cam was already gone, but it, it was just—it it was just so wrong what he was doing. And so for him to pull out his phone, that was his intent was to get. It and Kevin I actually think him. he did it because Kevin put his gun away. I think that's why Oscar pulled out his phone. Yeah, yeah. It was because he wanted the gun back out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. he wasn't going to freak anybody out without a gun present. So
1: yeah, I mean, he—he he had this all planned. I mean. <sighs> And then the kid dies because it, oh it they said, oh, he's fine. I was like, okay, cool. And then later they're like, oh, he died at mid. I'm like, no, <laughs> like I was really hoping like he was going to be okay.
0: I kind of knew he wasn't because I figured, well, Kevin is not going to catch a break in any capacity in this yeah. episode, yeah. but I was hoping still. Yeah. And I do want to say that where they had their press conference, we missed them by about 10 minutes, I think, because we did visit that shooting location there.
1: I know. I saw that too.
0: We wouldn't have seen anybody from pd though because they weren't on that location it was just the mom johnny's mom and dad and because remember we saw the news camera and the ambulance but maybe we could have been extras again I mean, we could have... it was pretty tight shot on their faces but you never know
1: you never know you never know <laughs> we could have just yelled something really on the background right? and then they would have kicked us off the set for good.
0: probably yes don't ever come back here mm, yeah <laughs> probably not worth the risk there yeah <laughs> but these parents are suing cpd and what i didn't like was even after all this was done, and I, I get this guy, this dad is in pain. I understand it. I think it goes deeper than that. I think he's probably kind of a jerk. Yeah. But even in that, he would not apologize for all the horrible things he blamed Kevin for that mm-hmm. he said to Kevin when it video proof that this kid accidentally shot himself. Yeah. yeah. That Kevin. I mean, you you can see i don't know how much the video caught but in what we saw you could see kevin trying to angle the gun away
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but when that mom came into that building and said please just tell me his last words and kevin had to walk away it just oh my gosh something inside my mom's heart broke it was just oh no i know it was that was that was tough for sure it ticked trudy off too like you don't come inside her precinct and start attacking Mm -hmm. her cops you don't that's a no-no no and honestly, I think that's the only reason that Kevin went upstairs is because Trudy said go. Yeah, yeah. But I did like when this guy got closer, and then Adam started to stand up a little taller, and he then Adam snuck in front of Kevin <laughs> when he I was coming so at him.
1: Thankful because I was like, oh my gosh, somebody like help him, you know? Mm-hmm. But not like the scene after this was the one that I think I was like, oh my goodness, when we're like chasing down Cam, like we found him in his car, and like he's driving so erratically and even kevin then like being the good guy he's like no we've got to stop we've got to stop adam and guns blazing like no we got to catch him but i think in that in that part it was adam trying his best to defend kevin so like Mm -hmm. he was like no we we need this like we've got to get you help here yeah and the kid just drove off the bridge i think he lost control yeah i mean but like i don't i didn't see that coming i guess no
0: i didn't either i I thought thought, he was just gonna drive away
1: yeah or maybe there might be an accident i thought you know but i thought they were still gonna get him it was whatever i didn't realize we were gonna totally flip our car off a bridge
0: (laughs) and even kevin like when he was like dude we're not chasing you. you why aren't you slowing down i don't think anything would have made him slow down even if they stopped five blocks before because he knew what car, that the Kevin so and Ruzek knew what car he was in. Yeah. He knew that they were coming after him. He knew that they wanted him. He wasn't going to slow down no matter what. And but I think that I was glad to see Kevin didn't take on all of the guilt that there was opportunity for him to take on in this episode because he yeah. could have. He absolutely could have. Yeah.
2: That was shocking.
0: That was absolutely shocking. It was a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I mean, for the for this guy's parents, for Johnny's parents, I don't remember his parents' name. I don't remember his last name. I don't have that. Sorry. (laughs) Come on, Jeanette. I'm sorry. (laughs) But for them to know the information they knew, to give out that he was black, that there was gun residue on him, to give out all this information. I mean, first of all, how dare you be an officer of the law, especially when just starting out and you're going to allow yourself to be bribed right from the jump? Yeah. So Sanchez was, and I, I did like how the chief handled that. Mm-hmm. Because I actually kind of thought he was gonna push Kevin to do what he wanted to do. I actually thought he was gonna try to push Kevin to do something Kevin wasn't able to do. But he immediately fired Sanchez instead. Yes. And even though Chief wants him to say he accidentally shot Johnny, I love one the look on Hank's face when Kevin's like, "No,
2: mm-hmm. because it's
0: not what happened." And Hank was like, mm-hmm. "See." we done (laughs) he just looked like such a proud dad it was awesome and the fact that this chief was like you know no okay we'll go with what you want to go and he started to back kevin i was really really glad to see that because i was worried they were going to turn the drama on his head
1: yeah and i mean because this we haven't really liked many chiefs but this (laughs) one i mean other than his son being shady um (laughs) I like him so far in the yep. the way he handles business. So I hope it stays that way. Mm-hmm. He's hard, but it seems like he wants to do
0: the right thing. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. kind of miss Sam, but it, you know, he's, yeah. he's, I think he's a little less political than Sam. So it makes it better. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point, what they're looking for, what they really need is they need to find Oscar and they need to find his phone. And I, I think that they, mm-hmm. because of Torres, they finally get a lead on where he's at, right? Or no, how did they get the lead on where his shop was?
1: that part i don't remember (laughs) i can't be responsible for everything i'm sorry um that i just know they found that he was working at some mechanic shop but i don't remember exactly how we found out where um i think it's a little crazy own the chop shop yes and they go there and i mean the guy's good though because he doesn't even have the phone on him Mm -hmm. so i mean he like i said he knew exactly what he was (laughs) doing with all of this he's got that leverage and you know i mean they're gonna have to work for it i mean he's wanting them to make a deal and even hank was willing to like do this and i think you know because hank's you know just trying to protect kevin but kevin still is like no we're not gonna make a deal with this Mm -hmm. guy and i'm like man i was my head i'm thinking kevin i really hope this doesn't end badly for you (laughs) but i am proud of you yes but i i'm worried at the same time
0: you know honestly it's nice to see a good guy win yeah That's no it. i, I get dumped all over and i did like too, like when they when kevin had him obviously kevin was patting him down for the phone mm-hmm. what we didn't notice is because torres was smart it was yep. after kevin pulled away and the torres stood up from the car and like, oh oh get you yeah. hiding over there i didn't yep. even realize he was over there so i, I like that too
1: i love torres I and did. i love getting to see him go undercover he's he's good i mean Mm -hmm. to be like so fresh out of the academy and so new at all of this i mean he went in there and i mean they showed like the time lapse you know here they've had him locked up you know he's attempted carjacker too and they show kind of the time lapse they're all sitting there just forever i mean he's just buying his time he's not he's not being pushy to get the information he's waiting gonna let oscar ask him why are you in here it's so smart And I just, I think he's a real asset to the team. So I'm excited about that. Um, And he gets him to just tell him everything, tell him that his girl has the phone and that's where we find out Clarita, she was bad news. We were all right about that. And she's got the phone and she flips pretty quick actually when they get out there, like she's not going to jail for him. You know, she's like, yeah, you can have it, you know? (laughs) So we get it. And I mean, like you said, it was nice to see him When, because i was really nervous of where we were going to go with this i mean we've seen these things happen before where our people like get suspended for you know a couple weeks or or whatever and i was like please don't let this happen to kevin like he doesn't deserve it at all
0: we did talk about this a little bit earlier when kevin went back to her house to their house and what he says to her mom his mom i think was just so it, it was such a kevin shining moment when And I, what I loved about it too, was that when the dad went back inside, Kevin just waited because he knew, he knew that mom was going to come out. And so he was kind enough to stay there for her, even though that guy was a jerk to him. He had every reason to leave after that dad was so mean to him, but he stayed because that mom wanted to hear it. And he said, he wants to fill in the gaps for her. And what he told her, he didn't have to say those things. He said, he was, his last words were, I was just, and then he elaborated and said, just wanted you know i was just trying to help and talk about how he's raising a good guy and it it was it was just it was good it was so
1: good like the only part of this episode that really kind of disappointed me was that we didn't see more about sean that we had last week but based on the preview it looks like we're going to get more of that in the next episode which makes me excited
0: yeah And we did, Haley did talk about it just for like a minute with Hank. And I think it was good that they put it in there the way they did it this week, because then we know that they're still looking, that they're still trying to find out. And he, she says, you know, we should go out of it. And Hank's like, no, we need evidence. So I think that that's what she's going to find. We see that Ruzik might be undercover with a young girl. We see that Haley's doing surveillance next week. She goes into wherever Sean's at. And it was so weird and so creepy how he said, what are you doing here it was almost like he was trying to be seductive
1: which was gross on all sorts of levels yeah i didn't like it and i don't i i hope that's not how we're going to but you know what i, I have to admit that in the episode where they first introduced him i had a weird like are we like i didn't know what his role was going to be so i wonder if we are going to she's going to under be undercover going that route mm. just sort to of get close to him
0: it might work i mean maybe i don't know that she can fully go to her car because he saw how much she wanted to save that girl and how mad she was about but i mean maybe
1: even just to get close to him to be able to like oh to
0: act like she's working with him to find this so not thinking oh you're trafficking girls but help me find the people responsible sort
1: of thing yeah maybe yeah that could be yeah so, I mean, lots of,
0: uh, this is the storyline we want to hear more about. So that's coming next week and it will finally be back next week. So well, not finally, but it'll be back again next week. No more waiting. So it's back to week, week, week. We'll be back next week with a Fox Sunday. Resident 911 will be back on. So we will have another one of those episodes next Sunday. And every Wednesday we have our ABC night where we talk about Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. And Tuesdays is our favorite NBC night. So we're talking more in Chicago. Check out our Chicago group. It is... One Chicago Chicago family fan club on Facebook check that out come over there talk about it let us know if there's ever been any episodes that you snuck into the background on talk to us about those let us know if there's ever been an episode where you went to go see filming and you found yourself in the background we want to hear that because it's exciting to us PD fire med any one of them let us know and don't forget to check out our socials and reach out to us with all of your feedback good bad we want to know it all because we want to continue getting better for you and want to keep providing the content you want. So on that
1: note, we'll see you in a week. Bye, guys. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fan and Family Chats. Or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, Family Club 2021 at wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all
2: your favorite shows.